of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. JT, I'm looking at the calendar, right? November 23rd is today. So what are we, about a month and a half away from legalized gambling in the Buckeye State, right? January 1, 2023, all those apps and sports books, they've been all over social media, going to be legal, and you'll be able to have a little skin in the action for uh, the NFL games in January, the college football games in January, and then everything the rest uh, of the year. And that's why we have this guy on with us during the football season to get you ready for that. Uh, to, it's kind of like a, uh, a preparatory class, right? Uh, you, you listen to him now so you know when it rolls around in January what to do. Chris Van Dyne from ncsports.com joining us, our professional handicapper. How are you, Chris? I'm great. If, if you come from where I come from, uh, gambling's been prevalent for, you know, since I was a teenager. So uh, regardless of, you know, I, I grew up in Ohio, but, you know, it, it, we found a way to, to do it regardless. So it, <laughs> it is going to be nice that we don't have to worry about hopping over borders or having friends or relatives in, in PA or West Virginia log in for us anymore or just not being able to bet uh, when, when, when we want to. You know, it, it's going to be – it's going to be a luxury that I think a lot of people are going to enjoy. I agree with you 100%. So let's start with the biggest game of the weekend, uh, Ohio State and Michigan. By the way, kudos to you guys. You said take the over last week on Ohio State-Maryland, I believe. Uh, and uh, I, I, from my understanding, that paid out well. Um, so uh, we, we love getting your input on the Buckeyes uh, and Michigan. I don't know if it's your play of the week or people got to uh, earn uh, you know, uh, the, all the information on it. But what can you tell us at least a little bit about that matchup, the 117th? meeting between Ohio State and Michigan? Well, there, there's some big questions here, mainly with Blake Corum. Uh, is he going to be healthy? What, what's his status? Is he 100%? Uh, that, that, that's a big injury for Michigan to take because he is such a vital part of their offense. I don't know that I trust J.J. McCarthy to take over this game by himself. He is playing well, 14-2 to ratio, but it's so much easier when the team is focusing on the run so much. Uh, with Blake Corm, he, he's been phenomenal this year. Uh, probably should be getting more Heisman talk than he, than he has. Um, C.J. Stroud, obviously, with the Buckeyes, has a lot of weapons to throw to. Marvin Harrison has been lighting it up. Um, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, he had 135 yards against Indiana. And, you know, it, now with Ibuka, uh, you know, as his running mate with 914 on the season, you got a, a stacked one-two. Be nice if they ever get Jackson Smith and Jake the healthy, but uh, I, I don't. I haven't seen the status, but you know he has barely played this year. But you have you have a, a talented Ohio State team. Their running backs getting healthier. Travion Henderson played last week, and then Dallas Hayden comes in and runs for 146 yards. So now you have three running backs at Ohio State. If you ever get them all healthy, you'd have one heck of a trio there. Seems like there's a lot of offense going for both teams. Uh, Ohio State's defense is better this year than it was last year. They're only giving up 283 yards a game, which is about uh, a little under 100 yards a game improvement. Michigan's defense giving up 241 yards a game, 
which is actually a pretty significant improvement as well from last year. They were they gave up 331 for the season and 324 in conference play, only giving up 259 in conference play this year. So Ohio, Michigan's defense has actually been a little better this year, at least to this point. Granted, their schedule has been uh, light, to say the least. Um, I, I, I do know that the over has been the trend in this series, having gone over eight straight. That being said, both defenses do look vastly improved this year, and uh, I, I don't know that I would trust that with, you know, the injury questions on both offenses, I do think that Ohio State's going to win this game. We had the line right around six or seven, which gives a slight lean on Michigan. I'll be honest, the side is probably not going to be a play for us. But if I am playing it, I'm probably going to take the points because I do think Michigan's going to put up a heck of a fight and the defense will keep them in this game. They're only giving up 54% completions and 162 passing yards a game. And they get after the quarterback. They did have a letdown game, but so did Ohio State last week. Ohio State, you know, that, that, that was a, a much closer game than I expected it to be against Maryland. I thought Ohio State would get into the 50s and Maryland would get into the, the high 20s, and that's why it was going to go over. Instead, Maryland scored 30 points, which is kind of concerning. And Penn State did score 31 against Ohio State as well. So there are some some factors that point to Ohio State giving up a little more yardage and points than uh, we might expect. I'm probably going to wait to see where this total ends up. And uh, right now we're looking at, you know, a small play on Michigan, uh, not one of our key plays this weekend. Chris, what is that total? Uh, You know what I'm looking for right now. Let me see. Uh, The last I saw, Chris, was 56. Okay. okay, 56 and a half. There you go. Yeah, that's the last I saw right around that uh, okay. ballpark as well. Which, you know, when I when I look at uh, previous years in this game, it's it's a little higher than most years. Now, last year was 64 and a half. Last year was the highest total since 2010. But this this is the second highest total since 2013. So it's a little on the high side for this series. But it's gone over consistently even when it's been on the higher side. So based on series history, I do think there will be some points scored. But I I don't feel as comfortable with this year because the defenses have both played better. Chris, there's still a lot of playoff implications on the line before conference championships. One of the games that's really intriguing to me is the nightcap, 730. Uh, Maybe not the nightcap, but we'll call it the West Coast game. USC-Notre Dame. Notre Dame, for the most part, I think they what, they rattle off five wins in a row taking on USC that everybody's looking forward to because they're going to join the Big Ten in a couple of years. Who do you like in the USC-Notre Dame game? I'll tell you what, there's a couple factors I like in this game. And you mentioned Notre Dame's five-game win streak. Don't forget, they beat Clemson's doors off a couple games ago, yes. 35-14. They've got some good wins. They beat North Carolina on the road, that high-powered offense. They beat them 45-32. So they've done it a couple different ways. The two games where they were favored big really stood out, you know, that they lost. But when they've been an underdog, like against Ohio State, when they covered earlier this year, uh, they they were an underdog against Clemson. They win by 21. They have played well in that underdog role. Um, One of the other things I like about this game is USC's defense is not very physical. They, they struggle in the trenches. Last week, UCLA ran for 204 yards on them, 5.5 yards a carry. But they also get gashed through the air. So Drew Pine should have some success. But Notre Dame's game is ball controlling you and keeping your offense off the field. And I think that, that's what Notre Dame is going to do here. 
They're going to keep USC's offense off the field by running the ball and slow things down enough to really frustrate USC. One more thing I like about this game is I love the matchup with tight end Michael Mayer, one of the best tight ends in the country, who has 711 yards and 12.1 yards per catch, seven touchdowns. USC's had trouble covering the tight end. Earlier this year when USC played Utah, Utah also has a very good tight end who leads their team in receiving, Dalton Kincaid. In that game, Kincaid put up a school record for tight ends, 16 catches for 232 yards. And it's been something that's kind of plagued USC all year. Last week against UCLA, USC gave up three touchdowns to UCLA's tight end. Um, and that, that their, their tight end isn't uh, anywhere near Michael Mayer or Dalton Kincaid. So I think this could be a huge game for Michael Mayer. I think he's going to be the difference maker. And I think Notre Dame could win this game outright. Uh, at the very least, I'll, I'll happily take the points. Um, right now, Notre Dame getting, I believe, five points in that game. So I'm, I'm looking for the line right now. Five and That's half. what I saw. Uh, so okay. extra half point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'll, I'll take the Irish. They're getting five and a half. All right, so there's some uh, looks at the college games this weekend, a lot of rivalry games going on. Uh, for people that want more info on the college games uh, besides the ones we talked about, uh, tell them where they can find it, Chris Van Dyne. Yeah, go to ncsports.com. You can also call 1-800-654-3448. That is ncsports.com. Jump on board for Power Sweep this week. We do have our totals game of the year going off this weekend. All right, let's turn our attention to the NFL and early games tomorrow. We got three of them. Uh, Thanksgiving Day, one of the great things about Thanksgiving Day, besides the turkey, you get to watch football all day long if you want to. Uh, what game maybe jumps out at you tomorrow where you guys feel good about something uh, out of those three games? Oh, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I'll throw out our play for tomorrow. We like New England, plus two and a half. Patriots uh, catching the Vikings kind of in a tough spot. Vikings really on short rest after an awful performance last week. We had the over as our top play, Dallas versus Minnesota last week. And talk about a letdown. All we needed from Minnesota was was 10 points. They gave up 40. Total was 40 and a half. All we needed was one more touchdown from Minnesota. Dallas did their part. Minnesota did not. And I'll tell you what, Minnesota's really struggled defending the pass. They're giving up 69%, 267 pass yards a game. Their defense is allowing 35 yards a game more than their opponent's average. Uh, I, I think New England's in a prime spot where they could, uh, could, could possibly pull an upset. We like New England tomorrow. And uh, the Patriots, you know, they, they definitely need a win. And Right now, I, I just think the Vikings are kind of kind of in the flat spot. While the Jets, or the I mean, the Patriots have won five of their last six. Yeah, and they've been playing the, really well. Yeah, they have. I was just going to say their defense has stepped up. He's used three different quarterbacks, uh, and uh, with Matt Patricia back on the coaching staff, they uh, that always seems to help. When he gets some of his guys right, they go on to be head coaches elsewhere, and then they fail and they come back. Uh, it tends to, you know, it's it's like a fine uh, machine that uh, starts running uh, well once again after a tune-up, uh, getting everything back in place. So uh, they're playing well. What about the Browns? Have you guys been able to figure out the Browns when you're 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 a professional handicapper? You got to look at every game. You're trying to break it down to give tips here and there, which way to lean uh, on these games. Have you been able to figure out the Browns yet? 
Uh, yeah, a little bit. Play the over generally because um, <laughs> their defense is not up. very good, but their offense has done its part in most games. They've, you know, the season low is 15 points against the Patriots team that we mentioned a minute ago uh, that, that has a very good defense. But they gave up 38 in that game, so that game went well over the total. Yeah, so the Browns, I mean, really, when you look at it, they're score their their games are consistently scoring over 50 points usually or into the high 40s so i, I do think that cleveland overs are the, are the play that we've looked at the most we, we we did like that game over last week against buffalo granted the circumstances when when we spoke just a little while after that uh we found out the circumstances were changed drastically because we expected the game to be outdoors in the snow and they ended up officially moving it to detroit but not surprised that they'd struggled to stop the Buffalo offense. They did put up 396 yards and uh, threw for 316 in that game. So the Browns did move the ball well, just not doing enough offensively to win games. But their defense has definitely gone in a different direction from last year when they were pretty good. And, you know, statistically they're giving up about uh, 38 yards a game more than they were last year. Yeah, the, the Browns right now struggling in so many ways. We'll see what happens uh, when Deshaun Watson uh, comes back starting next week, supposedly uh, in Houston. Uh, again, uh, for podcasts, if people want to listen to it, uh, for the power sweep, for anything that you guys do, for our listeners out there, uh, tell them where they can find all that and get more information for the games tomorrow as well as Saturday and Sunday and the rest of the football season. Sure, go to ncsports.com. You can listen to the podcast right there or anywhere else you get podcasts. The Power Suite podcast, myself, Jim Seaman, Robbie DiPola. I mentioned we do have our totals game of the year going this weekend. We are 31-21-1 on our totals, hitting 60% on our college totals. So that's been been a little bit of our bread and butter in college this year is our our college totals. So uh, jump on board for that totals game of the year, ncsports.com, 1-800-654-3448. It's always fun to watch football on Turkey Day, and there's going to be some good games. And you got Browns and Tampa this week, which should be very competitive as well. And we're really excited for all these games. All right, we appreciate the time as always, Chris. Thanks so much. Have a great Turkey Day, and we'll talk to you again next week, all right? All right, look forward to it.